0: Good evening, Aaron Dunn here, Strong calm Podcast, welcome back, if it is not your first time, if it is your first time, welcome, glad you're here, thanks for listening, hope you enjoy it, this is the Strong Calm Podcast, Strong Calm, calm, C-O-M is the root word that means together or in common, and I use that word as a springboard to speak about and communicate about three things those three things communication with ourself with others with life itself online offline community building that's second C community online offline the virtues that tie us together the common bonds that bring us together unity in diversity and how when we have strength in our communication and in our community building we build stronger company whether that's the company that you're building like a business or the company that you keep in today is part two of crafting a personal philosophy hopefully you have listened to part one if you haven't go back it's still there it'll be there and uh but if you haven't you know it's uh That'll, that'll, also give you a little context of what I'm up to right here. Um, but also this is, uh, yeah. So this is part two. Um, it's uh, February 19th, Sunday evening, getting this recorded, edited, published and out there for you to listen to. And I hope if you did listen to the last one that you enjoyed those five ideas that I shared in the first half of crafting my philosophy, and I hope you enjoyed these second set of 5 that I'm working through, thinking about, considering, pondering, evolving, editing, revising, drafting. That's what this is all about. It's just a work in progress, as we all are. Constant works in progress. So, uh I'm excited to to share what what these are all about. Before I do that though, um I did have a uh I don't know, I just had a little fun yesterday posting an icebreaker question from a best self journal, um, card deck. It's, uh, I love these little card decks, uh, that there's several versions out there of like just different things, different prompts. And, uh, this particular one has to do with icebreaker, uh, icebreaker questions. And, uh, I might share this as a, Episode one day or something. I'm looking it up. I got 55 comments to this question on Facebook. Which, if you answered, I really appreciate you. Shout out to you. There's some uh, really funny ones, some amusing ones, some thoughtful ones, some some great responses. So, really uh, appreciate your your time to uh, put a comment on Facebook. But the the question, and I, I, I'm curious on what your answer would be if you're a listener of the of the show. What's your dream job if money didn't matter? What is your dream job if money didn't matter? It's a random icebreaker question uh, that came just straight out the deck, and uh, I shared on the video that I did about this question that it would be to talk about communication, community building, and how those things build stronger company, uh, but also just philosophy to 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 think, to to work, to to you know put something out there that would help another person. That would be my dream job, whatever that is. And thankfully I do get to do a little bit of that every single day where I work. Um, but it's really like contribution. That would be my answer would be through podcast talking about these concepts, giving a, giving a, you know, Hey, let's work these Models, let's work these tools. Let's work this philosophy into something that we can all use and benefit from, uh, communally and, uh, do great work together because of it. But, uh, there are some other, you know, fun, fun ones. Um, let's see. Trophy husband. Shout out to Zach. Uh, own an umbrella and chair rental spot on the beach. That's a pretty good one. Natalie, shout out to you. Fishing guide says Johnny farmer says Shelby, counselor, writer, barbecue joint, logo designer, cheerleader, film director, commercial airline pilot. There's all kinds, all kinds, youth counselor. And, um, you know, what I'm doing right now is what somebody said, which is awesome. So, uh, you know, everybody has their own ambitions. Uh, two folks said this and it led me down kind of a rabbit hole and we'll get into this crafting personal philosophy, but I didn't want to let this go for another week. Uh, and it was, I do not dream of labor, Dylan, as well as Kate said that. And I was like, huh, interesting. That's a really interesting thing to say. Um, especially for two different people from two totally different, you know, uh, walks of life. And, um, so it it led me to Google search, like, where, where does that come from? And so, and plus I was like, hmm, I was just kind of like weighing it, which is why I do these, you know, random questions. This is why it's fun. Right. Because we get to learn, we get to think, get to, get to explore different perspectives. And so I do not dream of labor. And it made me think like, yeah, you know, like, I guess, I guess not. I mean, that's not really me though. Like I don't, I don't know. I, I, I will probably work until I die because I don't, I don't view work as a, um, necessarily a, uh, I don't know, like a, like a ball and chain necessarily. Of course, there's days I don't want to go. There's days I feel overworked. There's days that I just don't feel it. There's days that I, you know, would rather, uh, do something else. And like I said, like, I don't have it all my way. Right. But at the same time, that doesn't mean that, um, it's not worthwhile to imagine what could, how, if if I was, if I was to contribute and and that's how I think about it, like job, it's like these words that we use when we think about job, career, work, labor, these type of things. Um, I, I guess it all comes down to a perspective on like what your perspective is, you know, about these things and so like to me i don't uh and i i can't speak for those that commented um or anything more than happy to entertain more of those conversations you know more like a more in-depth conversation about this subject but um at the same time like my whole like point on this is just like it's a fun question just to ponder and then like you know if like it gets to the heart of a thing of like, what would you do if money wasn't a an object? Like what would you do? Like you don't dream of labor, great, but like then what would you do? And to me, if money was no object, if money didn't matter, if I could do anything, I would still and I would hope that others would still try to find something to do with their hands that helped another person so, um, and that's that's kind of the point that i'm I'm making is like, look, we could all do we can all have something to do we can we all have somebody we can help in you know some kind of way. It doesn't have to be uh big, it doesn't have to be small mm-hmm. you know, like there's all kinds of different things and like fifty five comments, there's all kinds of different things that we can do as humans creative humans. And some of them are philanthropic. Some of them are not some, but all of them do something, you know? So I guess you could just be fat and happy, but, um, I don't know. doesn't seem to be a lot of fulfillment there, at least for me personally. So that's that. Let's get into the meat and potatoes of the episode today. It is, yeah we're like nine minutes in, so we're good. So crafting a personal philosophy. Here we go. So I have notes. I have notes on these. I have lots of notes on some. I have sparse notes on others, but I just did did want to get this out. So let's see. So number six uh, idea in crafting my own personal philosophy. Um, You know, of course, this is going to be part of it. It's strong, calm times three. Strong, calm times three. A personal philosophy of mine is uh, to focus and cultivate a skill and a competency in the strong, calm three. Uh, The big three, the three C's strong comm communication, community building, and how those things build stronger company. And I believe that anybody, um, should all like, I, I believe that, you know, strong com is for everybody. Uh, you're going to have to learn to communicate, read, write, read, write, speak to others to, uh, make a contribution. And, uh, I think it's really, really important. And then, you know, The level of involvement in a community is definitely voluntary, but, um, unless you're a hermit, unless you are crazy cat lady, unless you are a monk, uh, even if you are a monk, actually, I mean, well, unless you're like 100% solo, you're probably engaged with some sort of community. And uh, I'm still learning like the nuances and like what, what truly, what truly, what is truly a community, what makes it, uh, still learning. And I'm excited about that. And then a uh, company, the company that you keep, you know, if you don't dream of labor, you still might want to dream about the company that you keep and think and ponder and consider like, you know, if money was no object, who would you be around? And so, um, not to connect those ideas too much, but strong calm, that is an idea that I have, uh, as a crafting personal philosophy. Um, to focus on these things. Uh, the virtue would be under courage because I believe it does, it does require some courage to, uh, cultivate a skill of communicate. You like to communicate. I mean, public speaking is, is some of people's biggest fears. So overcoming that speaking in public, uh, crafting your own personal voice and perspective, and then, you know, engaging others in that Pursuit and maybe cultivating co-creating a community around a certain thing. I mean all that right. uh, it requires courage to act in the presence of fear. So um, that's kind of that idea. I'm thinking about strong vocal presence, um, finding opportunities to speak, to share uh, the quality of sincerity. Um, what dialing in frequency the the double meaning there of like how often but also at what frequency resonates to others um I think about online offline. So here's a here's a fun thing. Strong calm. Here's a, and and this is why I'm doing this exercises because it is a practice of these ideas and then I can put these ideas into practice and then learn more about these ideas, flesh them out, detail them out. And so uh you know, I talk about, you know, communication with ourselves, with others, with life for itself. I mean, that's that that, that go that can go pretty pretty deep. But also online and offline, and like I think about the the dichotomy between online and offline, and uh, and how important offline connection is in a increasingly online world. Like for example, fifty five comments from folks on Facebook. I'm not saying I'm Mr. Popular, but like it's an engaging post, and uh, I maybe probably less than you know, probably five of them I've talked to in person in the last you know maybe even fifty days if you know, and so it's just wild. Um, but it's the offline connections that make those online connections so vibrant and so sticky. And so that's just, uh, some, some extra thoughts, but I also wanted to put, uh, I was also putting my writing into, and this theory into kind of practice in this way where I said online comma offline, and then made a bullet point, um, on, Okay. In this, uh, under this umbrella of online offline, what does it look like? So communication, um, you know, to, to communicate effectively, uh, online, you're going to need to reduce your inputs. Reducing inputs helps you craft your own voice offline. You're going to need to shake hands. So you like reduce inputs on one one end, and then you shake hands on the offline, and then that will increase your communicative competency. Uh, and then I had this other idea, this thought of speak for yourself, listen to others. So you speak only for yourself, not for others, and then you listen to others, and then that's good communication because you're listening, and you're you're you know keeping what you can't control in your own control and you're showcasing the courage to share your own perspective, uh, but also respect another's. So these are just like quick, quick little like ideas, this quick little threads uh, to go down honestly and earnestly. If I was going to communicate, I want to be honest and earnest Uh, early and often that's strong communication early and often. Um, how fast can I communicate something good? I've been trying to learn that lesson and, and really, uh, make that lesson into practice early and often those good, those good things, but even bad things. Uh, I know working in a freight brokerage, sometimes it's best to just communicate the bad news early and often, and always in service of another solution. If, you know, you run into a, a bad deal or what have you. Um, Grace and conviction is an aspect of communication. And then, uh, you know, I, I just had a few other ideas to jot down, but I I, th- I think that's probably good enough uh, for this episode before it gets too long. So, um, you know, I've got plenty of thoughts on communication that I'll continue to develop, but Strong Calm is definitely something. Um, that I'm passionate about. Like I said, I'm still studying the community aspect of it to get, you know, a better handle and understanding of community. But the village question comes up. If you've listened to any of my interviews with uh, folks that I uh, really respect and appreciate, it's why they're on the podcast. I think uh, the conversations are awesome. Uh, at least to me, but I asked the village question, which has to do with, um, virtues, values. You know, if you were to cultivate, if you're, if you're given land, to start a village on um and you know there there was two roads east to west and north and south and you had the opportunity to put messages on four billboards going down those stretches of highway to attract people to your village what message would you put on that village to cultivate your community and so it's a fun it's a fun conversation all the responses are unique and they're really great but um Pulling that thread a little bit, and then company, company. Here's uh, something that I got from the uh, Heroic Coaching Program, which is really great, and uh, it it has to do with that company that you keep that I talk about um, quite a bit, and it's about crafting your own board, your Prosper board, your Soul Squad, the the heroes in your life, the people that you look up to, or the people who've had an impact on your life. Um, when you look at them in your mind's eye, you close your eyes, you you look at these people throughout your life and, and listen to what they say. What do they say to you on your journey in your, or as you're on your quest? And so I've got a short list, um, still like crafting like who goes on there forever and who's, you know, uh, somebody who might be, uh, you know, like I have a lot of modern examples. Um, I'd love to get some more, you know, historical examples. And then I'm looking at this one note, but I, I know that I've got notes, for other folks in different places. Cause I keep notes everywhere, but, uh, you know, Seth Godin comes to mind. Tim Ferriss got me into podcasting. Ryan holiday is a writer exemplar for me. Um, you know, Dion Sanders as a coach and a, a leader, Grant Cardone has made an impact on my life, um, in terms of sales and just believing in what's possible. Ralph Waldo Emerson as a writer, a thinker, um, Mr. Beast, more modern example, but I mean, dang, young guy doing so much, so much. Uh, Kelly Hall, uh, shout out to her, a community exemplar. So that's strong, calm. I'm going to stop it there. Uh, I've got plenty of, uh, I mean, that's what this podcast is about and that's what, uh, I'm about, but to again, keep this rolling. I, I just wanted to share that and then share some of those little details and then moving around along. So number seven, this is not in, in any particular order, but day one, if uh, you've followed me, listened to me, been connected with me, you probably heard this uh, concept before day one and uh, every day being the first day. Uh, the, I mean, I was, will, I was working with Scott Williams, a uh, brilliant and smart operator, entrepreneur, of multiple businesses, successful restaurants, some of the most successful restaurants in Tyler shout out to him. And, uh, I remember working with him, uh, as a server and also as a manager. And, uh, one time as I was managing alongside him, he, somebody, you know, chided at him and say, Hey, is your first day? That's just kind of how, We did that. Uh, If you are in a restaurant context, you know, but, um, you know, you, you screw up, you make an amateur mistake, you, you know, you do something, I don't know, you drop something. It doesn't matter what it is, but Hey, your first day or you forget an ingredient. Oh, your first day. And so, uh, he said, it's always my first day. And that landed with me because he's got the gray hair. He he's, he's been through the pun, you know, been through the paces. He knows what he's doing. Super competent, And, uh, definitely a leader to learn from. And I just remember thinking about like, man, he, he is joking and he also means it like every day, his, his first day, he approaches every day like it is his first day. And, uh, that's that wide eyed. I'm going to, I'm going to notice everything. I'm going to soak it all in. I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to let this day uh, teach me something and I'm going to approach it as if I've got brand new eyes. Like I'm, I'm, I've never been here before. What, what does that guest, what does that customer uh, experience? And then like, I think of that as just a a theory about life. Like day one, every day is a new day. Every day uh, rent is due. Every day If you are in, if you have the ambition to do something big, it starts today, whatever that is, whatever, you know, however you want to make this year, whatever mark you want to make on this year, whatever this year you, you look at this year and you say, this is the year of, or this is the year I, uh, it, it, it starts today and it starts with those daily actions, those small things, those little, those little actions those details, those habits. Uh, that's what day one is all about. And, uh, mastering making masterpiece days over and over again and, uh, not being perfect, but learning always learning about, Hey, what could I do better? What could I, what could I, you know, what could I do? You know, how could I contribute more? How could I do a little bit more? Um, you know, what could I learn? You know, how can I be most present? That's another thing I'm working on more presence. And how can I just, if today was the last day, soak it all in and be absolutely present for every moment, because who knows when it will be our last day. Nobody knows. Or the people that we work with, that we do life with, when will it be their last day? You know, Um, I I think about those things, not to be morbid, but it's memento mori, you know, remember we will die. And so it just makes everything a little bit more special. It winds out the perspective, which we'll get into, uh, for this, for this next one is uh, a dry driven pro. Um, so power acronym drive D R I V E. I've had this in my hip pocket, in my front, front of my mind and my heart and my soul, uh, for years now, it's probably been, uh, I don't know how many years, but it's been some years driven, being driven, uh, drive, dedication, relationship, integrity, volition and enthusiasm. It is an acronym that, uh, is an engine that, that runs. Uh, I, I consider myself a driven individual that in, uh, I've made, uh, figure out like I've, I've, because driven is way easier to say, I have drive. It's like, I'm driven, but what is that in? If we were going to extend the acronym that one more letter, it would be that in as like an exponent, as like, driven, like drive to the power of whatever it is. I want to bring drive to that thing. I also think networking because it's an aspect of like, it's, it's not about me. It's about how us, what can we do together? And then pro, uh, pro being a professional, Really understanding what that is. And like, this is the first idea that really comes to kind of vocation. Uh, warrior poetry kind of gets to that from uh, last week. Uh, but driven pro, being like uh, being a professional. Um, and then there's a bunch of cool uh, PRO, pro words um, that I learned from the Heroic Coach program. Of course, I know the words you know, but uh, they make a big emphasis on what prospering is as a fundamental habit, so uh, eating, moving, sleeping, breathing, celebrating, prospering uh prospering is one of the uh fundamentals and prospering, professional, profit, promote, prolific, so many great pro words. So that's another thing that sticks out. And also something that I'm focused on as in terms of crafting my own personal philosophy, where would that take me? Where would this take you if you were, you know, like you ask these questions, like, what am I dedicated to? What relationships am I focused on building? What relationships do I need in my life? What relationships do I need to cut out integrity? What does that mean for me? What does that mean to me? What does my word mean to others integrity? What does it mean to be fully integrated? Where are my work and my love and my energy and everything that I do? My, my friends, my family, like, what does it mean to have that integration, uh, volition will, that lean forwardness into life. What is it, you know, what am I focused on? What am I putting my energy and my efforts toward? What does it mean to have dynamic and static will? And then enthusiasm, you know, how am I, where's my zest? Where's my energy levels? And how am I bringing new energy to like, what, how is my energy? How enthusiastic am I in this stage of life that I'm in. And, uh, if I'm, you know, like, like, do I, do I go through the motions or am I, am I, am I riding on momentum? Am I creating momentum? Am I running in place? You know, it's these type of questions that, uh, that, that come about when I think about drive and being a driven pro. And the next one is context and control. This is a new one a new idea, a new thought for me that I'm still exploring that I think that there's just there's a lot there um to to continue to explore in terms of like okay, what is context? Okay? You know, okay, how how important context is to life in terms of like, you know, when something is taking taken out of context, uh you know that like it might sound true but it's out of context, so then it's not true. So how important context is. And uh, defined context is the circumstances that form the setting for an event statement or idea and in terms of which it can be fully understood and assessed. So understanding the terms to where we can get a full understanding and assessment of what is actually going on kind of goes into Veritas a little bit from the last episode, but context like understanding why, uh, the why of something. It's also understanding like perspective a bit, like zooming in and zooming out, um, understanding the relationship of space and time and like where you are. It's kind of like a perspective. This, This, this whole idea is about perspective control would be, okay, given this context, what can I control and understanding like the relationship between the stimulus and response and the gap between those two. And what can I control in this situation? What's in my control and what's not and understanding and and really um, taking advantage of those, uh, uh, taking advantage of that, or, or that, that understanding or like taking control of the situation, um, not being controlling necessarily, but saying, look, what can I control? And like, let's control the controllables. Let's make sure that we're doing everything we can to, to do the best work. So context and control, prioritization, perspective, time and space. Those are some notes on that. And then the last one's hometown heroism, which is something I'm still working on brand new. It's how I capped off the uh, 33 lessons for 33 years of life. Um, uh uh, 33 day sprint leading up to my birthday and uh that that just completed a couple months ago but hometown heroism really um w- walking into a greater appreciation and gratitude for where you are and where you come from and uh being um grateful and a champion for the hometown that you reside like how do you have that hometown pride and then hero, heroism, um, hero meaning protector goes into the heroic coach program, but like being, uh, a having strength for two, it's not just, uh, it's not all about the hero. It's not about the hero at all. Really. It's about what is that hero in service to something bigger, a greater purpose. And so like, when I think about East Texas and the whole you know, my blog post is or my blog is substacks called local leadership. So like focusing on the local and realizing that there's so much value in that local connection, that offline connection, the communities that we're a part of in East Texas, it's so unique that, uh, we have these small little communities that can, and it's, it's like, it's, it's, but it's also the same. It's like, that is mainly, that is like, that's America these small local communities um that have you know their own thing going on it's not about the headline it's not about this or that it's not about the the noisy news it is about man how is the local diner doing you know what's going on and how can we equip uh young people how can we as uh as 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 just humans as people living together uh do so and uh serve in service to something greater and help each other become the best version of themselves right where they are um not having you know not having a an envy to be somewhere else realizing that we can achieve so much right where we are when we do the work so that's uh the first draft of my 10 ideas in two parts uh if any of these resonated with you please let me know if you want to expand on anything if you want me to expound on anything leave a comment uh send me a message done on purpose on instagram facebook whatever and uh yeah i'm curious to know what is your personal philosophy what would that look like and uh yeah, I'm excited for the next one. Uh, the next episode, we're going to continue just kind of down maybe a similar path as I continue to just, you know, um, go down my own path uh, with plenty to share. But also, I am excited. I'm, I'm wrapping up a L on letters of leadership, letters of leadership. Um, I've got that coming here pretty soon and I'll turn that into a podcast as well. So that'll probably be next week um, in uh, my pursuit to complete every single letter of the alphabet by, f- by the end of the year, it's not going to be hard as long as I do the work. So, uh, that's a little bit of a sneak peek. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, if you do enjoy the episode, don't forget to subscribe, subscribe to the podcast, local follow all that kind of stuff. And we will see you next time. Thanks.